the Koi Gig part on Off The Ball. You do get tired of winning. People say, oh, you never get tired. You do. You get tired of winning. You get tired of winning easily. You actually want competition in the end. You want to have to work Subscribe for it. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. All right, we're here in a, a very sunny and delightful Aviva Stadium. We're... Uh, Joined by a man who's a bit of a Manchester United legend, Republic of Ireland legend as well. So we're, I'm looking at the screen. We have United versus Athletic Bilbao. Uh, that's what we're launching today. So 6th of August, Aviva Stadium, right here, four o'clock kickoff, and tickets on sale from the 15th of June on Ticketmaster. I'm glad my eyesight is good here, Dennis, because I'm reading that off read. the screen. I'm glad you can uh, do it. How are you keeping? Uh, life's good. I can't complain. Uh, I know it's a tough week for a Manchester United fan yeah. or ex-player uh, to be sitting after Manchester City winning your uh, winning your unprecedented treble. How, how does it feel this week? Listen, I, I know how hard it was 24 years ago to win a treble. Um, and listen, City have done brilliant this season. It, it's uh, Two clubs have won it now. It shows you how hard it is in, in England to win it. Um, and yeah, needed a bit of luck in the final, but that's par and parcel of, of winning a treble. Um, so they've, they've equaled us, which is a bit of a shame, but it, it is what it is. And, and listen, they, they, they've been fantastic this season. They're obviously a very strong team, a very squad, strong squad with a great manager. Um, so probably what we were in 99 it's difficult to compare eras of course yeah. and, and look it's difficult to compare managers and I know you haven't been in a, in a dressing room with, with Pep Guardiola as such as a player but how would you compare I guess future legacies of the likes of Pep Guardiola and, and Alex Ferguson as things stand well they've both been great managers um, when you think of what what Sir Alex did at Aberdeen before he came to Manchester United and to do 27 years at Manchester United and build four or five different teams and win what he did and then Guardiola's done a great job at, at Barcelona. Um, he had an incredible team there to look at, to watch. And um, Bayern Munich, he did a great job. And City now, you know, City are very, very strong. Um, obviously, have grabbed the, the Premier League five times in the last six. First Champions League, FA Cups, League Cups. They're a very strong team at the moment. Um, so you got to say he's done a fantastic job as well. But both different in their styles. Um, as you said, it's very hard to compare because different eras and all that but yeah, two great managers who've, who've achieved two great feats I think in trebles If there's at least one positive thing you can take from this week I guess it, it reminds you of that night in, in Barcelona in 99 and maybe brings up certain memories of clinching the treble on the 26th of May uh, What was your view of that Solskjaer goal that night? Like, what, do you, Can you take your, yourself back there at the speed of thought or is it one of those things you have to kind of almost think back to exactly how you felt in that moment? No, I was, I was lucky in the, in the fact that um, I've been at the club. Um, it was my ninth year at the club. Um, you know, I was 33. I was able to take it in a bit more than my first season at the club when we beat Barcelona in the Cup Winners' Cup in Rotterdam, and that kind of just went over me because I was obviously very young. And you did a Jack Grealish on it that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't quite like do that, but <laughs> it went over very, very. And if I did, nobody'd know because there was no phones anyway. <laughs> but um, no, it went over, went, went past so so quick. So I tried to take as much in as possible. But, but what I do know is that um, we had a great great desire to win to win to win matches and go right to the end great we were very resolute you know we were hard to beat um we'd always keep going up not very much what the manager wanted and in the end it got us there a little bit of luck in the final i think to be fair to say so he had a little bit of luck in the final as well but that that's the way it goes you need that sometimes um, but great memories from 24 years ago it really was um, it, it's one of those things that Roy Keane has often spoke about sharing a room with yourself at club level and international level and there was a, a great quote where he spoke recently he said look Dennis was a great guy he was annoying he was annoying in the room because he was always watching golf or whatever what, what was Roy what word would you use I guess to describe Roy Keane as a roommate 
Roy was brilliant because um, obviously I was a senior partner in that room so I, I got away with a lot more than him but Roy would have watched Coronation Street I know I'd say more than anything else um, and a bit of golf nothing wrong with a bit of golf and uh, I used to read and let him get on with things as well now we, we obviously from the same same same, same city um, you know we got on well together it was an era where um, I suppose you kind of there was there was no um, Xboxes there was no um, you know Netflix or anything like that and you used to hang around and stay in people's um, play play quizzes at dinners and things like that a lot more camaraderie a lot more togetherness I feel anyway um, so it was a great time to be a footballer do you feel more appreciated as a, as a footballer now than maybe you were at, at the time? Because you, you, I know you were obviously appreciated back then. I remember being at your, your 500th appearance, I think it was, for United. At, it was Paddy's Day 2001 yeah, against Leicester. Yeah. I remember being at Old Trafford that day and think this is amazing. To an Irish player who's made this number of ca- uh, appearances, you, you regularly appear now in, in, in all-time 11s for, for both club and country. So do you feel like maybe now you're, you're more appreciated as, as, as opposed to how you were during your career? I, I think when I played, I, I was in a bit of a bubble. Uh, I just wanted to do the very best I could for the amount of years I played so you, you kind of block out a lot of noises uh, and just get on with it um, and I think it's only when you, you, you come away from that and and particularly these days now they have so many polls and, and different things going on that obviously you, my name keeps getting resurfaced and all that which is brilliant because <laughs> um, and fans you know, come up to you even whether you're abroad even on holiday and you know so thanks for the memories and all that but it was a, when I look back on it it was a great time to be not just being a Manchester United player. I, I I was a Wolves player growing up. Mm. To finish two years with them, and also to, to have like nine or ten great years with Ireland as well. It was a great time to be a footballer. From my point of view, we didn't see it as a job. Um, you know, I, uh, I had great people around me, players. We had we had good fun under great managers, and. Uh, and it was just a great time but it's good to look back on it now uh, I was not one for watching matches for years and years um, but obviously there's that many matches come on now you're kind of forced to watch it but yeah I probably appreciate it now 20 years down the line than I did when I played but the pro- that's probably my fault as well <laughs> You scored some absolute screamers uh, you know at club level as well as well as country like, and even the free kicks and penalties like, you don't see full backs that often anymore who are, are designated set peace takers like, were, were free kicks and penalties just naturally a part of your development and, and practice growing up uh, I, I think free kicks are kind of a natural thing I think you, you've either got it or you haven't got it in, in trying to get a ball up and over a wall so I was always kind of taking free kicks penalties was a different kettle of fish um, I joined a club in 1990 and Steve Bruce took penalties centre half which is mm-hmm. unusual as well and um, he was he was really good at penalties and then Eric Mr Cantona came in um, and he took over and then he, Eric left in 97 and we signed Teddy and Teddy missed his first three penalties uh, one of them being down at White Hart Lane as well and uh, when he missed that um, the manager said to me you're on penalties simple as that so I had no option but I only took penalties for like three or four years but um, any opportunity for a full back to get on the score sheet is, is always great and I was more, more than comfortable taking a penalty anyway some big, some big penalties in there as well it has to be said you, you mentioned Eric Cantona there like we had Ken Doherty in studio we were talking snooker before we started uh, Ken of course former world champion but he was talking about after he won the world championship going into the United dressing room and, and just seeing Eric Cantona there and almost the aura of the man Like what, what was he like to, to share a dressing room with Cantona Eric was brilliant I mean he did have an aura around him um, he suited the Premier League in the 90s he was, he was like 6 foot 2 solid um, could play centre forward or, or his preferred position was probably off the centre forward in in, a, in them little areas that um, 
nobody ever done them little areas in, in, in the early 90s so he was a special player for us but the aura that went with him um, but let, let me just say he was one of the hardest trainers as well Eric um, you know, he, he certainly helped the young lads um, where he used to do a lot of shooting after after training uh, and then encourage the young lads to stay out and crossing and shoot and do the, the little bit of fun and enjoyment which is it's great um, and it's a shame that he'll have stayed four and a half years because I mean they always say that like somebody's the final piece of the jigsaw um, and he obviously was needed big style to get over the line in 92-93 in so he was a big signing for us but a great lad in the dressing room really was I will always have to see goals quote as well to be fair <laughs> the, uh, how do you feel about Eric Ten Hag's reign so far of course the trophy last yeah. year the top top four and a couple of big signings and Casemiro Martinez who, who've, who've impressed um, and then of course you look ahead to this summer and, and the likes of Mason Mount and Harry Kane and you're going to have all these names linked with United yeah. naturally how do you feel about the Ten Hag reign so far uh, well, I, th- I think he's had a great first season um, instilled a bit of discipline uh, I felt the season before we, we finished sixth, but kind of rudderless. We were all over the place. Um, needed needed a bit of discipline. Um, needed some signings, and I, I think he came through on on both accounts. Um, needed leaders on the football field as well. I think we'd lacked them, and Casemiro and Martinez coming in were, were big pluses. Uh, that's the first step. Last mm-hmm. season he did brilliant, finishing the top four Champions League next year, uh, Carabao Cup. FA Cup final unfortunately we didn't, we didn't stop City but it's been a very positive first season and we have to carry that through into the next season now and uh, a couple of good signings we, we get linked with everybody it's part and parcel of the season's finished people have to write I understand that um, but we'll have to wait and see it's going to be a long kind of two and a half months this because um, a few players want to move um, but we need to keep moving we need to get closer uh, we've not challenged for the Premier League for, for well since Sir Alex left. So we need to start looking at that. And uh, gotta be very competitive this year. Obviously City are up there to be to be got at, but um you look at what you would think Chelsea and Spurs would be a lot better this year. Uh, with new managers you would think Newcastle would keep improving. Um you think Liverpool would come back even stronger. Uh, ourselves uh, Arsenal were unbelievable last season so it's a very competitive Premier League and that's that's all the better because it's the most watched league in the world it's the most entertaining league in the world and everybody loves it uh, I mentioned Kane there I, I, I guess we should talk uh, given it's the week of the, the Greece uh, game as well this Friday for the Republic of Ireland about our own man and not to get the hype train going too much but uh, Evan Ferguson yeah. and, and look there are these constant links we had John O'Shea on a road show with us recently and he, he was suggesting he might potentially break Robbie Keane's goal-scoring record at, at senior international level, which is a big thing to say. Um, where, where do you think Evan Ferguson can go? What, what's the ceiling for him? Well, Shazy knows him because Shazy's involved a bit more. Um, and if he's saying that, um, that means we've got a, a hell of a centre-forward on our hands because Robbie Keane was a brilliant player. Um, it's an area we've been lacking for a number of years now. Um, a lot of our goals have come from centre-halves and from set-pieces. Um, great at it. he's at a really good club he's learning the trade there not just in goal scoring but the way he links up as well I think the manager at Brighton encourages uh, as much football to be played as possible in a different kind of style um, but yeah he's he's going to be under so much pressure as a young lad here particularly here for Ireland in Brighton I think he'd be fine um, but with Ireland you know, he's the one that we've been waiting for and uh, got a couple of big games ahead of us now 
uh, and let, let's hope that he scores but very high praise from Shazy because he's seen a lot of good centre forwards and Robbie Keane was a great centre forward banging the goals and scored one the other night in that great, soccer great soccer. yeah great goal in off the uh, in off the post he can still score you never, you never lose that he didn't do the cartwheel did he I didn't see that I don't know do a mini, mini cartwheel maybe for <laughs> a man of his age uh, finally Dennis I suppose, I suppose the, the qualification campaign generally speaking under Stephen Kenny I mean so close to getting something out of the French game uh, the two games against Greece are of course the, the big ones uh, can you can, can you see us progressing maybe even getting a result against the French or the Dutch in those remaining games or is it just concentrating on those games that are winnable really uh, I, I think we've got to make sure that we take at least four points from Greece six from Gibraltar um, we were really unlucky here against France as you said and then see how we go against uh, the Dutch uh, it's not easy it's never, it was never going to be easy it's not an easy group um, but we gave a fighting performance and now we've got to flip it a little bit and, and go on the front foot a, a bit more um, and, and make sure that A, we don't lose um, against Greece uh, coming up and B, that when we got them at home we have to make sure we win and then see where we are from there because I, I think listen I know the top two qualify automatically I think there might be a chance of finishing third and, and going to the playoff um, but we'll see on that but um, but yeah it's, it's a big game it's not easy for the players either they've had a hell of a break a couple of training camps in there it's not ideal championship players finish back in, in April um, but they're going to have to head around this in a hostile place which will probably be fairly humid and hot as well so we'll have to deal with all that and make sure we come back with a result absolutely Dennis great stuff as always great Brilliant. to catch up thanks Thank a minute OTB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now